Hey, everybody, you're listening to Crystal here with the Plant Pusher podcast. And what's really, really exciting is that we're here with you to always talk about all things plants, colors, textures, shapes, their impacts on your life. I love working with plants. I love introducing you to new plants. And here at Plant Pusher, that's what I do. I push you straight to the plants. Welcome back to Plant Pusher. So today, guys, y'all know I'm always pushing the plants. Here we go. Sage or gnaw? Listen, people always want to talk about sage, to sage and not to sage. No matter what you believe, people from a variety of backgrounds enjoy the aroma of sage. They enjoy the benefits of sage. And guys, this might be a little deep, so we might have to do a part one and part two. But I'll tell you that there have been so many cultures um, over the centuries that have used sage. And while many oftentimes think of um, indigenous um, people or first peoples as the ones who use sage, there are so many cultures as a whole that use sage. So I got to tell you, number one, um, burning sage is beautiful. I find it to be relaxing. And I also encourage people when they burn to make sure they open the windows as well to allow whatever is in to please freely release itself the other direction. So that's important to me. But I'll tell you that sage does a lot of things for many different people. So did y'all know that there are other ethnic groups that were widely using sage as well? Check this out. Mexican and Aztec cultures used it for drinks as well as spiritual cleansing. Okay, see? See the part they left out when we were in school? beautiful. And spiritual cleansing, I mean, what is that? Spiritual cleansing for many people is a rebirth or a renewal and a fresh start. It is to take their spirit and give it a rejuvenation of sorts. And so I think that's really important because we're only human. And for the plants to allow us to be guided to a place of relaxation and peace where we can feel renewed and strengthened, uh, I feel is a very valuable and personal experience for every individual. I also was doing some research and saw where also ancient Greeks and Romans uh, felt that sage imparted wisdom. Um, and as we know, the ancient Greeks and Romans, a lot of their um, practices were also borrowed from Egyptian culture. And as we know, Egypt is in Africa. And so you have other uses for sage as well. So not only can you season food with it, and we're not talking for your favorite fall holiday that also has turkey, because of course we use sage in that as well uh, when you're eating your, your favorite side dish. But historically, Egyptians use sage uh, for their stomach ailments, asthma, toothaches. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever considered putting sage in your mouth and letting it aid you in a toothache? Go figure. I hadn't heard that one and I love it. I love it. I personally wash and cleanse my body with sage. So uh, at my company, Sage and Elm Apothecary, we make a beautiful bar called Elder Healer and it's filled with, with sage and elderberries. It's gorgeous. Like not only is it exfoliating, but it smells amazing and and. And it smells like a cross between fruit and earth, but it's just gorgeous. So I say all that to say that for me, cleansing with sage also is something that I love to do because a lot of people don't realize that sage aids in healing the skin, like literally cuts, scrapes, 
irritation, soothing. Sage does that as well. So it's really, really gorgeous. Um, I think oftentimes that people forget that um, in indigenous cultures, uh, sage is sacred and such as cedar and sweetgrass. Uh, those are often used in combination or individually. And so it's important that when you are harvesting any of the sacred plants, that you do it with res- respect and sustainability. It's important to me where you gather those things, whom you are gathering them for. Uh, you do not uh, simply pick up these things from just any person. You want to be very, very, very mindful of the journey of how those plants came to those people, uh, the intentions and, 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 you know, beliefs of those involved. So those things are important uh, to remember. But I have a secret for y'all. Listen, you guys know I have a company, Sage Nome Apothecary, and I meet great people every single day. This has been several years ago. I was at a market um, and I saw a couple very quickly running to me. And I was like, oh, no, um, is this the get out backwards? Because they were coming at a pace that was very concerning, looking right towards me. And there was nobody else behind me. And I was like, mm, is this going to go well? I'm just going to brace myself. So they walked me. They were like, excuse me, do you have sage? And I was like, yes, my company sage and I'm apothecary. And I do have sage. And they said, we have a problem. And I said, what's your problem? And the sheer terror in their face told me that the problem must have been huge. They had an adorable little one with them. They were very, very sweet, very kind. Semi-young couple, probably in their 20s, no later than early 30s, but definitely probably in their 20s. They said, we bought this house and we really love this home, but something's wrong. And I said, well, what's wrong with it? And they're like, well, can you come and bless the house? I said, first, wait, 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 just one minute. What's wrong? They said, well, um, at night when we go to bed, we wake up and the cabinets are all open. I said, what? And they said, yes. Literally, we will go to bed and we'll hear noises and wake up and we come out into our home and our kitchen and our hallway and all of our cabinet doors and drawers are pulled open. They said then when our children who are young, they were probably under the age of five, are playing in our house or outside in front of the house, um, there are people or spirits that our children are playing with. And I said, what do you mean? They said, we can see them. Our children are clapping with them, laughing with them. Like, it's very clear that something else is here talking and playing with them. And, and they said they don't hurt our children at all. They, they love our children. They was like, but whoever or whatever it is, they are upset with us that we're in this house. Things are left open. Um, knives are on the counter that we didn't put there. Um, it's just very unsettling. And I said, um, Okay, yes, Sage could possibly help, but have you done any research on the property? What's happened there? And they were like, you know, um, we did recently look it up and we found that it is a burial ground. Um, and I said, wait a minute, your house was built on a burial ground? And they said, well, we're not sure if it's just in our yard or if our home is on top of it. I said, the spirits are not happy with that. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. Is there anything you can do? You know, are you willing to move? They said, we hate to move, but we're almost at a point where we feel like we're going to have to. 
And it was just so sad because this couple was young and their children were so, so small. And you could tell they were taken aback. They didn't know what to do. The, the sheer terror and fear in their faces um, was very clear. And they found that their home was built on a slave burial ground and they were coming and looking for Sage. Listen, um, I just want y'all to know that Sage can do a lot of beautiful things, but it cannot erase history. And sometimes we're just going to need you to make peace with that and move on because, whoo, you talk about a heavy moment. Um, I definitely encourage them to reach out to some external resources to get them uh, some help on cleansing the home, um, as well as uh, praying and blessing the home and, and making some other steps that could be well for them and their family. Such beautiful people, but such a scary place to be, to keep waking up night after night, to have, you know, the cabin doors swinging open. You know, a lot of y'all would have ran, okay? I was two steps from running when they were coming at me like to get out, okay? Let me be honest with you. The brown side of me, all of me, really wanted to take off, but they were coming at such a pace. I was like, I need to know what's happening really quickly before I run. And so there we have it. And so they were coming to me, not only to seek sage, but also when they found out it was a slave burial ground and me, of course, being a black woman, they just really want to talk to me and find some peace in the moment, which was so sweet of them and so respectful. So they meant well, and they just didn't know what they were getting themselves into, right? So, I mean, the question is, y'all, if that was your house, would you sage or no? Because listen, I don't know how many times I can come out in my pajamas and the cabinets are open. Okay, that's a lot. It might be just time to pack that puppy on up. I don't know. But I know some people don't believe in saging, but they believe in blessing their home. Whatever works well for you. Okay, but I want you to have peace. If the sage brings it to you, okay, let it be. Because that was something else. And I've heard stories over and over and over from many groups of people about ailments they had um, or about experiences and trauma they have in their family and how saging their home and their being before they entered into those buildings, um, before they entered into those relationships or conversations with people, how it really has changed the way they perceive life. So, you know, in my opinion... Sage can be beautiful and great for some people. And so don't knock it until you try it. So are we saging or not? Y'all let me know what do y'all do with sage? Okay, because I have red sage and white sage. Red sage is white sage dipped in dragon's blood resin, which is a beautiful plant resin that aids in healing. So if you ever see red sage, that's the difference. And while red sage gives you the extra layer of healing element, uh, which on your journey, depending on what your goal is, healing may be a big part of what you're working to do that day. So that that's always a plus. OK, always a plus. I love that as an option. But we really got to talk about this. Are we saging or no? Are like are we like burning sage in our homes? Because we got to spray some of y'all co-workers. I mean, some of these people need the whole plant experience from head to toe. Sage your whole little cubicle, your desk, your chair before you leave. Whatever they're bringing in when they come, we want to be gone when you get there. If it's not peace and beauty and happiness and well-being. So for me, I want any space I'm in to be one of peace and harmony. You can leave the negativity at the door. Not interested. And if sage gives you that for everything that you need, I say we sage. But if sage is not your thing and there are other plants you want to use to bring you that calm, that relaxation that you choose to burn, whether it's cedar, whether it's um, a beautiful incense of choice, which is also made from plants and flowers, the choice is yours. But uh, I need y'all to like, let me know. 
What are we doing? How do you burn your sage? Are we spraying it? What are we doing to make sure that we're bringing peace into everything that we do? Because historically, people have used sage for everything from bringing them peace, wisdom, healing toothaches, stomach discomfort, digestive uh, needs, as well as seasoning their favorite dish. So don't be afraid to sage because it has so many benefits as a plant for your being. I can't wait to talk to y'all next time. And y'all got to definitely, you know, find me in the inbox and let's chat about this because are we saging or no? I'm just your plant pusher and I'm so glad we connect today. I can't wait to speak to you again. We let the plants do the hard work. Peace. This show, Plant Pusher Podcast, is brought to you by Possibilities Podcast Platform. We appreciate you listening. Stay tuned. Your favorite episode is up next.